You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I am just, I'm just giggly inside because I can't wait to share this woman with you. So Yvonne Hyman is... She's just a trip. So you're going to really appreciate her. She has absolutely mastered the art of like laser focus into things. And um, I really appreciate her energy around business specifically and how she helps people. She's the CEO of Pacific Crest Media, which, you know, on the surface, you're like, okay, great. Like, so she does media and websites and social media and stuff like that. But as with a lot of our guests that we attract here to the show, the purpose and the mission and the strength behind it is so much bigger than that. And it's hugely, hugely needed in that um, entrepreneur and business space right now. And so, so we're going to talk to her today about how successful entrepreneurs streamline. If you don't know what this means and you're running a business or you don't outsource or you don't have processes and automation and systems, um, trust me, you're going to want to pay very close attention to this conversation because it will impact the growth of your business. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Yvonne Hyman to the show. Welcome, Yvonne. Hi, Tanya. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> like I said, I'm so delighted. Um, let's just jump right in and say, what are your superpowers? I would say my superpower is actually being OCD. I am so into making sense of things and, and focused on saving you time to a point where my boyfriend is joking about me having one way of putting the knife into the dishwasher. <laughs> I love that. Oh, it cracks me up. And I, I can only laugh about it because, you know, I'm sure um, if my husband's listening to this show, it's going to, he can, uh, he can absolutely <laughs> relate to that. It's, it's, you know, the right way or his way, you know, all the other ways. So um, very cool. So, so you, you, you mentioned that as a superpower and I know you and I mm -hmm. talked about it a little bit before the show. And if anyone's listened to any of our shows, they know that, you know, our, my opinion is our superpowers start off as challenges. And so what happened for you where you realized, one, you were even able to identify that this was a skill set that you had and move it from being a detriment into being a really positive um, attribute? Like, as we all know, it can really hurt you. There are people out there who are really struggling with getting into things that you can't turn off. And it can really be a bad thing. To me, I turned it around after losing my husband to cancer and I always hated wasting time. So after losing him, time to me became even more precious than it already was before. And I started realizing that I'm using that focus, that wanting to make sense of things and, and streamlining things and making it work by themselves for my business. Just from putting processes into place where I need to do certain things over and over and over again with every single client and they repeat, why am I reinventing the wheel every single time I take a client on? There's a given process. Write it down, have it ready, have the questionnaires ready and send it to them. Suddenly, I saved myself two hours of time with every single client. On the, I, well, and, that, and I really want to highlight that piece really quickly because People, um, you know, for those of you listening who are entrepreneurs, this is, in my opinion, one of the single biz biggest contributors to whether or not your business is going to be successful. Are you able to see 
those processes, those, those ways that you're mm -hmm. spending time day in and day out. And if you aren't, because sometimes we can't, right. We're so close to it. Like, like even myself, like I, I, you and I are very similar in that regard, but when it comes to my stuff and the stuff that I'm doing over and over again, I'm not always the quickest in picking up on those processes. Then, then outsource that, find somebody who can do that, who can identify those things for you. Um, because it, it truly does make or break your business. Is it, I mean, is that, am I overstating that at all? No, not at all. And, um, when it comes to processes, I also realized with clients of mine, the focus wasn't there. So they didn't pay attention to it. So they didn't even see those processes. Once I pointed it out to them, they started paying more attention to the work that they kept repeating and suddenly they started seeing processes. Well, and it's funny in our business, I didn't realize this until we started really outsourcing and trying mm -hmm. to find all the ways we could outsource. And it dawned on me, you know, a, one of our businesses is a due diligence business, right? We, we run a corporate counterintelligence firm. And, and so we advise businesses on risk mitigation and all that good stuff. And so, but one of the things we see over and over and over and over again, where people get messed up in the B2B transactions where they're hiring yeah somebody to come in is that they're abdicating some aspect of their business because they haven't gone through what you're talking about, which is what are the processes? What are the steps? What are you really asking for? What is essential? And then how do you manage somebody else doing that process? And it's, it's not like, Oh, just hire this person and then everything's great. Like not when you're running a business. And you need, you need to train them. I'm like, you are bringing somebody new in. It's kind of like bringing somebody into your house. If you don't guide them around where which room is and where the bathroom is, you're going to have an accident sooner or later. So <laughs> That's a great analogy. <laughs> I have worked with big companies where they are suddenly mad at their employees because they broke um, a conversation rule that with another client, just that person is allowed to talk and you're just allowed to say this. But they didn't have a handbook for that. They didn't have any processes in place that said, you're allowed to do this and you're not allowed to do that. Nothing of that was in place. And suddenly they are blaming the employee. Mm -hmm. So well, it's, you just need to have your rules down, no matter if it's set up processes or what's supposed to get done. Nobody can just crawl into your mind and read your mind and figure it out by themselves. Well, and, and it's so fascinating, um, too. I, I love the connection between this. And, and, of course, we attract a ton of entrepreneurs because most of the change agents in the world, most, most of the people who heard the calling um, that they were here to have an impact move into entrepreneurship. Um, but it's not just for those of you who are in business. What I see, what she's talking about, I see this over and over and over again in that quest for mastering your personal power, which is you know, at Superpower Experts, we talk about the first step in really being able to use your superpowers is mastering your own personal power first. And you can't mm -hmm. do that if you're abdicating, if you're blaming, if you're not willing to look at where it is that perhaps you're falling short, where you're perpetuating something or asking for people to project something to you, um, and you're not willing to look inside yourself and, and alter that. And, and that just like with um, the streamlining and the processes is an indicator of business success. Um, what Yvonne's talking about here is an indicator of your success and using your superpowers. If you're not willing to take a hard look and say, okay, where did I perhaps not communicate? Where am I not being honest with myself? 
um, where am I asking others to kind of step in where I'm not even willing to go for me? Then, then that you don't stand a chance in moving into that full autonomous space and really being of um, hugely valuable service to the world. So, so don't disregard this information if you don't have a business. Like this is this is true across the board. I guess is where I'm going with that statement. And I'm like, the coaches in specific are the best example for how your disadvantage is an advantage. The best coaches have gone through trouble and hardships, and those are the exact topics they are coaching us on because they've been through, because they've overcome it, they know how to deal with it. And like, on the other hand, you see business coaches that never ran a business. How does that make sense? So <laughs> just for us, our downfall is our advantage. That's our superpower. That's where we can change the world. So. The, I'm laughing to myself. The, um, you know, and, and it's so interesting that, again, you're, you're giving voice to that crossover. Um, and, and I really appreciate that because it's not, um, you know, over in the due diligence side of the house, that's another crucial piece of it is make sure that the area where you're falling short or where perhaps you have a blind spot, you're bringing on people who have worked through that blind spot. Not necessarily that they never have that blind spot. Sometimes that can be beneficial, but I think the, the really powerful um, coaches and guides and mentors and, and consultants are the ones who have had the same blind spot and have maybe maybe they've had a coach to help them work through it or they were able to kind of work through it themselves but they can at least get into that worldview with you and pull you into a different space mm -hmm. um which is so incredibly crucial well well i love all this um we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back i want to talk to you about your experience and how you were able to tie all this together um the time sensitivity and everything else um, you know, through that experience of losing your husband and where that opened you up to further expansion. So stick with us and we're going to be back with Yvonne Hyman and we're talking today about successful entrepreneurs streamline. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. Thank you so much for joining us again. You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast. We're with Yvonne Hyman today talking about how successful entrepreneurs streamline and so, Yvonne, you mentioned earlier about your appreciation for streamlining and, and being sensitive to, you know, where you're wasting time or where others might be wasting time really came from um, an appreciation, I guess, for life following losing your husband to cancer. Can you talk with us a little bit about that, that situation and how coming out of that illuminated this concept for you? So it actually already started throughout those two years. So from him getting the diagnosis to him passing away, I had to slow down and step away from my business more and more to a point of completely stepping away from it. 
So for me, streamlining your business doesn't just mean getting processes into place, but also automations. So looking back at those two years, I luckily already had some automations in place and some things that over the months and weeks kept bringing in small amounts of money to me so I could survive. There was no business going. It was literally no new clients and no physical work going on. And I've done that no work thing for about a year. So I got lucky. No big bills left. There are other people who have to deal with way more going through something like that. I got really, really, really lucky. And after that, just refocusing, I literally sat down after everything was done. I sat down and I'm like, okay, what am I doing with my life? I love what I do with the media agency. I love building websites. I love getting people out there and get their business going online and, and get that conversation going. But I'm sitting behind a screen. I just have so much interaction with the client. And suddenly I realized, I'm like, I'm not just building websites for them. For the last eight years I've been doing this, I have guided them through their business because they came suddenly to me with, I want this to work like that. Or can I connect this? Or can I do something when this happens there that that happens here? Or is there a way to make this easier? And I'm like, I've been doing this for them just by building a website for them. Why, why isn't that something in itself? And that's when Pacific Crest Media really became the media agency and Ask Evie became my consulting business where my passion really comes out for, for saving people time and finding that work-life balance between working for retirement and getting savings, but also living now and getting some extra time in your life, whatever that means. If that means you want to expand your business and outsource things or grow your business or start another business, or it means spending more time with your kids, going on a vacation and just taking time off, that is totally up to you. My job is to just get you that time back and not have you sitting at a computer for 24 hours a day and feeling stressed with things that we easily could put into processes and automate. Mm, that's such a cool story. And, and you know, you call it being lucky. I call it divine intervention from the sense that look at where that led you to, you know, and, mm -hmm. and in retrospect, I think we can always look back and go, wow, and just kind of marvel at, the situations had you not had the circumstances um, within your business um, during that time with your husband, you would never have been able to see just how valuable those processes were. And, and, mm -hmm. and of course, with our superpowers, a lot of times they're happening on autopilot and we don't even know what they're crafting for us and what they're creating. And um, we're so busy calling them out for being bad things that, that we don't realize the brilliance of what we bring into situations. Um, and, and so that's a great example of how something that's really natural to you tra transformed your existence. And, and because of that, and because you were willing to take a look at it and, and really honor it for what it is, you're able to then do that for other people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's huge. Um, the automation part is scary, right? It, it, yes. It's like it's letting go of control. It's all these other things. Can you share with our listeners um, some stories uh, or maybe how you helped business owners work through this or maybe like some of the worst like fear of automation kind of stories that you have. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Um, it, it actually are uh, usually more funny 
um, when you bring automations in and you bring programs in often enough, um, things happen double and you got to test and do and suddenly something happens that wasn't even planned that way. And it's always, it's always a good laugh. Um, I actually had a really great call with a client of mine yesterday. She's a coach and does a lot of online scheduling. Um, it, this is a huge time sucker for a lot of people that have not implemented a scheduling software yet. So you send four and back emails, five, six, seven emails with a client just to schedule a 15 minute call. I'm like, just get a scheduling software. Um, her problem was multiple calendars and multiple programs and corporate and personal and all of that. So we just spent, we had to invest about an hour yesterday to go through those different programs and see how they work with each other, how things are set up. I had to get my nerd out and figure out how things were set up. But after this hour, we were able to save her about at least an hour a week by combining those and connecting those because she suddenly didn't have to go in anymore and block out times. We just connected her calendars, made them all talk to each other, made sure her corporate calendar is getting updated, right? And now people can, can schedule their appointments around even her personal appointments without them seeing the information but she doesn't have to go in weekly or monthly to block out times where they are not supposed to be able to schedule. I, so I can absolutely attest to what Yvonne's talking about here. We, so when, once I started moving into automation and, 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 you know, I talk a lot about how my husband and I are phenomenal business partners together in the systems and processes arenas. And, you know, he always finds me a solution when I've, once I've identified that a process is, is, is happening you know, with or without my consent um, and, and, and really choose to embrace it, then, then he's, he's the guy that goes and finds the system for me. But when we really started embracing that, we took the podcast from, you know, kind of getting guests and all, you know, kind of the, the, the slow, you know, uh, you know, scheduling the interview and then going, you know, doing the audio edits. Like, like it was just this laborious process. Um, but we took it from that early, early on into now where we're, you know, booked out on weekly guests until the end of next year. And mm -hmm. we've got two other shows that we're able to bring on. Um, we already brought on our daughter's show, Superpower Kids, and, and everything's systemized and automated. It's not completely perfect just yet, but it's, so close and the foundation was exactly what Yvonne's talking about. It had to be automated. It had to be systemized. Otherwise it, it, it was consuming me. Like there, it was like, um, my, it was my life. Like everything, 24 hours a day, I was eat, breathing and sleeping the podcast and there was no way to grow the business or the podcast that way. And to really serve our coaches and our members and everybody else in the process. And so, you know, what she's talking about is so crucial. And, and, I think, yeah, if I can recall, it started with a time scheduling software, um, which, which was super frightening. <laughs> like it was like, wait, like, oh my gosh, people are going to have access and things just kind of pop up on the calendar. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, if you're sitting in that space, it was by far the most liberating thing I've ever done. And now I love the fact that I don't really have to pay much attention to my calendar until the day before. And then I look and I'm like, okay, what do I have going on? And I trust that the system is working 
And it's pretty remarkable. And so it allows us to go off for, you know, weeks at a time and I can block this out or go to a business conference and block out different time and work with my clients and they've got a different link. And um, it really has changed everything about our business. And you just grow it from there. Um, that then feeds into your client retention management system, your email follow-up. You can set up emails each year to automatically go out to your client to say happy birthday. This is really just the starting point. Um, you can pull all of this into social media marketing where if it is an amazing program, if this happens, then do that, which connects a whole bunch of applications and programs. Um, there is just so much out there where you can automate and streamline your business, where you do not have to sit here and do it yourself. But again, as being a control freak as I am, letting go of that control is not easy in the beginning. No, it's not. It's like, nowadays, <laughs> it's like somebody's like, hey, when, when can I call you? I need you for half an hour just to chat. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know my calendar. Here's the link. Go schedule yourself. Yep. Well, and the, the biggest challenge for me was when I was sending out the link and people were like, um, there's no time until January of next year. And I'm like, ah, so then I had to make like new links that, you know, so, so now there's like this super like bat phone link, like that's like mm -hmm. the emergency link for situations like with my clients and stuff where they have to be able to get in on my calendar. Um, so there, so there are like, it's an ebb and flow, you know, cause, mm -hmm. cause this begets, this begets this, but they're, um, but it's so much fun. Like we just turned it into a big game and you know, it's like with outsourcing, it's like, what else can we systemize and outsource? You know, what else can we automate? And, um, and, and we love it. And, and for us, we've chosen to use that time for expansion. And so it allows mm -hmm. us to grow our businesses faster. That's what allows us to run um, two distinctly different businesses and manage our daughter's business. Um, and, and it's because we have huge teams behind us, but more importantly, we've got a lot of, systems and automation and software and apps, you know, that are working um, when we're sleeping. And so it works out really nicely. Um, what, it, what would you say, other than the streamlining and automation piece, what would you say is the biggest determining factor um, about successful entrepreneurs or, or the contributing piece to be a successful entrepreneur? Determination. Ooh, as, that's like, as, a good one. As you just mentioned, it's an app and flow. You have great days where your phone doesn't stop ringing and new clients are coming in and everybody is paying before the due date on your invoice and everything is awesome. Those days are easy. But you also have bad days, especially if you are changing your focus, if you are suddenly going after a new dream, you want to add a different part to your business and you are back at where you started two, three, five, ten years ago with your first business. You are new, you are questioning yourself. Am I doing the right thing? Should I put this money in? That is when determination comes in, where you're like, you know what? Shut up, stupid brain. I can do this. I'm doing the right thing. This is what I love doing, and I will make it happen, period. Mm. Yeah. That, that, to me, is, is a big determining factor. If you don't have that drive and that willingness to do whatever it takes, you're not going to get through those slump days. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can absolutely attest to that. And it's, um, and it's so fascinating 
how that evolves. And, and I like that you're giving voice to the fact that, you know, you may have had successes in certain arenas, but every time we move into new spaces, if we launch a new venture, if we expand the business into another space, that's no different than the personal power journey that we spoke about. It, every time we move into new spaces, it feels like the first time. And, and, uh, and if you can recall the success that you've had and kind of pull in those, that cellular confidence from times before, it makes the transition so much easier. But you can only do that if you're determined to push through it no matter what. Um, and, and, you know, we had, we had many like gut check moments with our businesses. In fact, I remember distinctly at the end of last year, um, all of a sudden both businesses just grew like ex exponentially. And it was like, Whoa, what just happened? Like it just worked all of a sudden everything just kind of fell into place. Mm -hmm. And we sat and looked at each other and we're like, what are we doing? Like, this is nuts. Like how we can't possibly keep up with both of these businesses. We have to do something. And so we, you know, we were like, well, maybe we need to sell one off. Maybe we need, and we kind of went down the, that trajectory and we, you know, sat and looked at one and we're like, okay, maybe we should sell this or, or close it down or something. And I was like, no, like, this is what we're doing here. And we see this and, and, and this is working and, and this serves a, a good, you know, it, it serves a good in the world. And then we're like, okay, well, that one's fine. So then let's look at this one. Okay, maybe we need to do something with this one. And it fi we finally realized like, it was a test. And it was like, wait, you, we've been given this information and the opportunity and the ability to do this. We just need to up our game. Because mm -hmm. ultimately it came down to, we didn't want to get rid of any of it. We, we wanted the experience of watching their growth and being a part of it and guiding them. And so, you know, much like with children, it's like, you know, when kids hit the teen years, you don't just, you know, sell them off, you know? So it was like, you know, so we were able to really sit in that space and realize that it was a challenge for us to up level. And once we were determined about that, then we saw solutions then we saw ways to make it happen. But I'll, I'll be honest, like in the midst of that, I, I couldn't have picked a solution out of the crowd. Like there was no way it was like, Oh, it was like the world was coming to an end. And that's, that to me is the difference between an entrepreneur and an employee. There's parts for everything. I have friends that are as happy as a clam in the jobs they have. It fits them perfectly. I wouldn't survive it. But for me, it's this, I have to keep going. It's after Pete died, I could have given up. I could have just gotten a job somewhere, have somebody tell me what I'm supposed to do every day, go home at five and be done. I chose not to. I chose to call it ego. Now it's my turn. I'm, was, how old was I? 33 at that point. It's like, I'm not at life's end yet. I'm not giving up. I watch a lot of other widows who struggle with that of, survivor skill of going on, of dating, of doing things. And I think that completely straight up transfers into entrepreneurship. Things are not going to go right. You've got to get back up and feel sorry for yourself for a few hours and then go start kicking some booty again. Go start <laughs> doing things. And it's life happens to us. It doesn't even have to be a wrong decision of yourself. Again, like mm. with Pete dying, life happened to me. I could have just said, you know what? I quit. I'm done. I just yeah. gave up for the last two years. I didn't take care of my clients. Associates did that for me. They're off. I don't have anybody. I'm just going to go get a summer job. Mm -hmm. Could have done that, but I don't. 
And that's, mm. to me, that's where the entrepreneurial spirit is. We just don't. <laughs> well, and, and it's funny, people ask me all the time, like, how do you, how do you determine if somebody has that or if they're going to push through? And, and, and I, I, you know, I work with so many people in the superpower arena, and, and I will tell you that I went through a phase of wanting to be able to call out and say, okay, these people just aren't going to push through or this person's not going to do that. But I will tell you where I sit now with stuff is that, Every single one of us has the opportunity to, and every single one of us is well armed with everything mm -hmm. we need to push through. Truly, my job is to hold the space and to hold the vision and to, to hold that hope for people when they don't see it for themselves mm -hmm. and, and assure them that they absolutely can. But ultimately, it's a very personal decision. Are you mm -hmm. going to? Do you want to? You know, and, 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 for sure, at points in my life, I, I chose not to. I remember very distinctly when I first left government, um, I went into the entrepreneur sector and things did not go the way I anticipated. And, um, you know, shockingly. And I remember about five months into it where, you know, I'd spent tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars actually, and had, um, you know, the business venture didn't quite go. I didn't realize it was a, a spiritual personal growth journey that I was on as opposed to a business growth journey. Um, and I remember very distinctly lying on the floor of my apartment that I was about to get evicted from. And I felt two very distinct aspects of myself, like battling it out inside of me. And I, I just remember that moment going, you know what? I don't care. I, I, I give up. I give up. And mm -hmm. I did. I gave up. And I was like, I don't care which one of you wins. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And of course, now I can, I can frame that and say, well, you know, if you want to talk about the ego and the soul, we're kind of battling out. And I chose the ego. I chose the fear piece because I was, I was too tired. I just didn't have it in me anymore. And um, went back into government. And of course, that's where I met my husband. And, you know, the rest is kind of history. But I remember making that choice very consciously. And I remember the second time that that situation happened and come hell or high water, I was not going to make the same decision. And it was so powerful to see the juxtaposition of those two moments. But that second time when I said, you know what? No, I do care what comes next. I do care where I'm operating from. And I am going to um, have that determination to see this through. And it was, um, you know, so, so recognize folks that sometimes we don't choose that. Sometimes we do take a breath. Sometimes we do choose the easier path for a minute and that's okay. You know, just be clear on what you're doing and why. And, yeah. um, and know that there'll be another opportunity. Um, there always is. So I love everything that you're talking about. <laughs> Though, you know, determination to me doesn't necessarily mean fighting through and sticking with your business. You have the determination to get your life in order and do whatever it takes. And it meant at that point going back into a job. And it had its reason. You, made your, you, meet, you met your husband. So determination to me means just doing what needs to be done at that moment. If that means I need to get a second job and go clean toilets to pay the bills, I will do that. That just becomes my side job to to allow me to do to follow my dreams and do what i need to do to get my own business and my own dreams where i want them to be i agree and i, and I do think that in the entrepreneur world 
we, you know, we kind of have this running um, bias that if you have to go get a job or something like that, you've failed in some capacity. And, and, you know, folks that there, there's an ebb and flow to all of this. We, that, mm-hmm. I think that's been kind of the common theme. Successful entrepreneurs will do what it takes. And sometimes what it takes is making sure that you've got food on the table, making mm-hmm. sure that you can pay your bills because it's very difficult to create success when you don't know how you're going to survive. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's a challenging vibrational frequency to operate from. And so sometimes it is just pulling on your boots and, and, and getting down, like you said, going and cleaning toilets and, and, and doing what it takes to make that happen for you and your family. And then, and then building on that foundation. Um, but, but I agree that I, that's the determining factor between uh, successful entrepreneurs and those that, that will fail repeatedly is the willingness to, kind of be where they're at and say, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to accept this right now and pull myself out of it. Um, but sometimes that's not going to look like what you expect. Um, so very cool. Well, Yvonne, I get the feeling that you and I could probably talk for days on this. Um, <laughs> we feel like uh, soul sisters in this capacity, but, mm-hmm. but I know other people are going to want to know more about you. Where can we send them to find out more? So the easiest way to find me and all of my social media stuff and everything is over at askevie.com. That's A-S-K-Y-V-I.com. You've got all the social links there. You've got everything I'm doing. And if you want to start streamlining your stuff, there's also an awesome planner that I developed out of all of this. So, yeah, just head on over, askevie.com. That's A-S-K-Y-V-I.com. Oh, well, very cool. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.